0: Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. Tatiana Flame is a Philadelphia drag queen and a content creator on TikTok. Tatiana is passionate about advocating for the LGBTQ plus community and promotes a positive message. In this episode, Tatiana is going to share a little bit about their journey and the new opportunities that have opened up since COVID. Hi, Tatiana. What's on your mind?
1: I uh, I like talking about, you know, how I progressed in drag, how, you know, I'm rapidly growing and everyone's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. And just, you know, the drag community as a whole, acceptance of, you know, being a gay male who does drag and people who accept it and who don't.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'd love to just kind of hear your story. Um, And, you know, you can take me back however far you want to take me back. Sure.
1: Um, So we can go back to when I actually came out when I was 18. Um, It was quite interesting because I wasn't fully out. I was already partnered with someone and then I was like, okay, it's the time to tell the family. So I started with telling my mom cause she's my mom and we have like a bond like no other. So I was like, Hey mom, we had the conversation. And she was like, okay, like it's your life. It's okay. Then the tough cookie was my father. I mean, to this day still, but he's coming around more being that, you know, I'm doing stuff that makes me happy, especially drag. And he, is slowly becoming my number one fan. He always is, you look great, you look amazing, I love your performance. It's it's like a full circle. All the other family members were accepting, um, especially when I said I wanted to start drag. That was, I'd say, 10 months ago now, I've been doing drag. Um, as soon as I said I had my first booking, all of my family was, where is it? I wanna go. <laughs> um, And it was friends of my family, their friends, everyone showed up for my first show, hysterical crying on stage like a baby because of everyone coming out. And just the song that I did had a message behind it because every day getting ready for school, me and my mom used to sing Share Believe and there was no rules for the show. So I was like, I'm going to do that song because it means so much to me. And I did it. And as soon as I was done, I broke down in tears because the host knew what the song meant to me. And she asked me and I explained to the whole crowd and it was just done from there. Um, But like, as far as like the dating and everything, it's next to none because everyone has this norm that men shouldn't wear makeup. Men shouldn't want to appear as a woman. They want the masculine type. And doing drag doesn't define if you're masculine or feminine. It's just an art form that you want to express. And people don't understand that. You know, I serve in the United States Navy. So doing drag and and being in the Navy doesn't define masculinity. It's just something that I wanted to do. I wanted to serve the country and, you know, have a trade to do if all else failed with schooling. I wanted to do drag because it's something that made me comfortable for who I am and an art form to express. And schooling is schooling. It doesn't define who you are. Only you define who you are. And people don't understand that
0: yeah absolutely my goodness well thank you so much for sharing sharing and also thank you for your service as well too yeah well so so you said you only started doing drag 10 months ago um but have you felt like a performer your whole life or what what was it that all of a sudden 10 months ago you were like hey I kind of want to try this so
1: it was uh, in middle school I did theater but I was never like the main role because I wouldn't try to like outshine or outdo anyone Mm -hmm. I was like yeah I do theater (laughs) (laughs) and you know I was in Beauty and the Beast I did um what else did we do Grease we did a bunch of plays and I just never went for that main role and then I started to get really into RuPaul's Drag Race and you know seeing the publicity and the messages that everyone get across by doing this you know you can Have platforms, no matter if you win or if you go home on the first week, you have a platform built for you and everyone follows your message. So I wanted wanted to do something like that to where I can get a point across and spread a positive message, but also have fun doing it
0: yeah absolutely well and then and i think you have a, a cool intersection too of having um, like you said part of that identity being tied to the navy too and and i'm wondering have you have others kind of resonated with with this cross section that you have of both being um, in the lgbtq community doing drag and also being in the in the military like i'm wondering if that story resonates with people and that if they're like messaging you messaging you being like wow this is
1: amazing So I I would say it was my second show that I had in Philadelphia. I was approached by a trans woman um, and she noticed the tattoo that I have on my left shoulder, which is a Navy insignia. And she was like, no way you were in the Navy. And I was like, yes, I still am. And she was like, that's amazing. I just retired and I did the same thing you did. And there's drag queens that I know that are retired from the military. So a lot of us have that background of, you know, we were disciplined and we just wanted that outbreak, you know, to be who we are.
0: Yeah. And you said that you started getting like really big now. So how um, is it through like the virtual performances or how are you kind of getting out there with, with all of the lockdown and everything right now?
1: Well, it's a lot of the virtual performances because bars still maintain their shows through zoom calls or, uh, you know, just through Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives, and then a lot of it is through like TikTok. I got so bored, I just started making TikToks, and I'm almost at eight thousand fans now. So it's a lot of it are people who are finding me on those apps, and then connecting through Instagram, like how the students' demands reached out to me. That's how they found yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought was like amazing. I got a random email one night, and I'm like, um, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like you know bigger names in the drag community are like starting to recognize me and it's it's just like sitting here like wow 10 months of hard work has brought me to where I am at now
0: congratulations that's so cool well and i know that you're philly based but obviously you know now having this virtual platform you're global which is really cool so um how was that kind of transitioning from you know being Kind of in a, a little local kind of Philly bubble to now, all of a sudden the world, you know having this um, recognition of you.
1: it's It's scary, in a sense, um, to know that you know my platforms reach worldwide, especially when I look at like analytics of things. Um, globally, people watch my videos, and you know the shows that I do are global now. Um, I have one show coming up on Wednesday where people from Canada all the way down to South America are performing in it. And it's like, wow, like this, this is insane how I went from just being the small town girl to now everyone knows my name.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool. Also, can I ask, how did you come up with Tatiana Flame? So originally,
1: I just like, my favorite color was red, so I knew I wanted Flame as a last name. Um, Tatiana was from my aunt's friend. She was like, "You look like a Tatiana because you have like that whole like demeanor to you where you like you take no one for like a joke. You just stick it to them." And I'm like, "You know, I like that. I'm gonna roll with it." And I test ran it with a couple people, and they're like, "That's your name."
0: I love <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, only knowing you very briefly, I'm like, I can't imagine you with any other name. So. <laughs> is so lovely my um my best friend in dc started doing um drag um i would say maybe about 20 2017 now so it's been about three years and i remember the first show and just how much practicing we were doing of the dance and the choreography and just you know because it it's a performance it's like you know you you want to tell a story, you know, a lot of the times, like you said, even the, the first song that you chose, you know, like the songs are so meaningful. Um, you know, people a lot of times will resonate with, with the lyrics, the music, I mean, and, and just with the whole thing. And I know you mentioned the, the first show that you did, what's been like the, like your, either the, your favorite performance you've ever done, or one that you feel like really stands out on your mind um, because it really either resonated with a lot of people or people kind of talked to you about it afterwards.
1: So the one that really resonates with people and that, like, I'm as soon as someone needs like a powerful message spread, it's always this is me. So the same song that you witnessed is the same song that is my go to motivator, because it's a an iconic song to begin with, because it's stating, you know, this is who I am. I'm not changing. And it's getting the point across saying, you know, you can say whatever you want, but I'm going to be me. And that, that's just my power song. It, like, as soon as I hear the lyrics, I just like transform. It just takes me to
0: a whole other mindset. That seems like a good point for a break. Time for some ads. This episode was sponsored by Piece by Piece Strategies. Piece by Piece builds capacity by developing community-based and culturally relevant strategies for individuals, organizations, and ecosystems. Does your organization, employer, or institution need support developing equity plans, creating strategic visions, or reinventing structures, they are here to help. Reach out to Peace by Peace Strategies at peacebypeacestrategies.org or email them at info at peacebypeacestrategies.org so they can support you and your work. MedMap connects residents with potential long-term providers to create real patient-physician relationships that can improve the overall wellness of residents and hopefully delay or even prevent the frequency of acute medical emergencies. All you have to do is enter in your address and slide the mile scale to view the clinics one to 30 miles away from your address. MedMap is here to connect the over 100,000 uninsured individuals in rural West Tennessee with free or sliding scale medical providers in our communities. Visit MedMap.us and try out the free application today. That's www.MedMap.us, spelled M-E-D-M-A-P. Again, that's www.MedMap.us. Completely free to use. Find your free or sliding scale medical provider today. And now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's really the, one of the, the only performances that I've seen you do. I did start to watch you on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account. <laughs> But I, no, not, no shame at all, was like, I'm just going to like look you up on TikTok. So then I kind of watched some of your stuff and I was like, this is amazing, <laughs> the world of, of drag on TikTok. I was so amazed um, because I'm just so used to going to the, um, um, the the bars or the clubs that will have drag night or have, um, you know, like Friday night drag show or something. So I've never, I haven't seen the, the virtual performance arena and it's, it's really cool what people have been able to do from home
1: it's it's quite interesting trying to adjust to getting lighting and everything set up and then you know doing it in someone's living room <laughs> phone recording
0: yeah no but i mean it's 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 really cool what, what what you're able to do um so what's kind of what's next for you
1: i'm just uh, waiting and keeping you know an ear out to see what what's next with the coronavirus and you know hopefully because there's a lot of places who are now doing socially distant show in person. I know I had a show two weeks ago now um, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey that was in person and it was a great turnout for you know being post-COVID. Um, there's another bar that reached out to me saying that they're resuming indoor shows. So it's just playing everything by ear, keeping the video progression going and it's just, just keep growing, keep going upwards from here
0: yeah that's so cool wow so you mentioned new jersey so even the in-person you're already expanding beyond philadelphia that is awesome that's really cool um and i know so obviously the student demands um action that was you know an event that was totally you know obviously just unrelated to, to to drag but you were kind of seen as an as an inspiring icon of someone that they wanted to speak um if like are there other events or um, causes that you are really passionate about that you would want to either be invited as a guest or just see or have someone kind of see you and associate you and as like you know what um, like Tatiana you know speaks out these causes or things like that?
1: I'm really fond of Philadelphia we have the Williams Way Center it's for endangered youth um, and for LGBT in general it's for a place to go if you need anything. Um, it's a really good resource that we have in the city for the LGBT uh, community. Uh, I, that's a, like one of my like golden stars. If <laughs> I would ever advocate for them, it, it'd mean
0: a lot. That's awesome. And then for any um, people out there who are toying around with the idea of wanting to do drag but are kind of nervous to get started, what would you say to inspire them? It's okay.
1: It may seem weird at first or like, I'd say unnatural um, because I know when I was going, you know, shopping for makeup and buying outfits, I'm like, this this is not what I'm used to, especially as like, what size am I in women's clothing? <laughs> I <don't know>. and, <laughs> and it was like, am I gonna look okay? Am I gonna, It. no one's gonna judge you. It's your first time. There's, we've all had first times I did not look like this my first time it was one, one color glitter and foundation there was no contour, there was no redrawing eyebrows, <laughs> it's okay you just keep practicing, that's my biggest thing, I tell all my friends who want to keep progressing like I have to keep practicing, that's all you have to do is just tell yourself this is what you want to do and it makes you happy do it it will be okay because at the end of the day you were doing nothing but making yourself happy
0: yeah and like you said that this is me it's like if that's you then do you and be proud of it and because my podcast is essentially kind of all about storytelling and and asking people to share what's on their mind if there is there a part of your just your life story that people may not know like just if they just think of Tatiana and they They know you from you know everything that they see online or from shows. but is there a part of your story that um that people maybe don't know that you want to share?
1: Um Besides being a perfectionist, I have to do things thirty thousand times, and it may not look like I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like fears. like before they uh, go on a stage, it's always, I'm in my mind. Am I gonna do this right? Am I do I look okay? Is, it, is this in the right spot? Should I do this? Should I not do this? There's a lot of self-doubt still. Um, even though it's like, especially with doing shows with like bigger name performers, it's like, they're watching me. And you're like, you're okay. And then once I touch the doors to go out, it's like, they're on the other side. And then that's when you just like, I forget everything. It's like, I freeze. And I still have to learn to overcome that because there's going to be more opportunities with even bigger names in the future. And I have to have that learning curve to where it's like, they were 10 months old into drag too, and they weren't perfect. So just go out there and give it all you got. And I, I just, to this day still cannot shake that fear.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm sure that's relatable to a lot of people across the board and no matter what, what they do or where they are in life of just having that fear of wanting to impress and wanting to make a good impression and wanting to be perfect. And, and we can't let that hold us back. (laughs) You know, it's like, if we don't, we don't put ourselves out there and try something, then, you know, it's always going to be no, then it's always going to be that we've never done it. So, um, we have to, we have to be brave and just, At least try. I guess before COVID, how savvy were you with like audio and tech production and what was, what's was what been the learning curve for you?
1: Um, I had no clue what I was doing. Um, when I first got my first online show, I was like, I have to do what? <laughs> I don't even know how to open iMovie and use it. Um, and then it was a lot of YouTube tutorials and like friends helping me out. Like when I first started, honestly, I would like pay people to help like, here's what I've done can you fix it and I'll give you like twenty dollars to fix it um, but then it was how about I just come over and watch you fix it and this way here I don't have to keep paying you when I can do it myself and it's 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 been quite the learning curve because there's a lot of stuff that you have to buy like the lighting and stuff luckily I had a friend that I didn't have to buy it um, that let me borrow their lighting and backdrop and everything but if I didn't have a friend with that luxury I'd have to spend over $300 on lighting and you know production quality stuff to at least make my my videos look good and it's just an investment like drag is but it's quite difficult when you're used to going out every other day to a local you know spot to perform and you're used to just walking in the dressing room getting ready and waiting to hear your name and go on stage
0: yeah yeah i mean i've heard like i mean i feel like a lot of art has kind of had to transform a little bit with with covid and um like You know a lot of people just you know any type of performance art or just any art in general any type anything like that just having to adapt and learn new tools but hopefully for a lot of a lot of folks i'm seeing that they're going to kind of hold on to some of this stuff even when we do return back to the new normal um you know now you know maybe now you might be able to start like a youtube series or something you know on top of the other things you do
1: That was my yeah. next plan, being that I started creating all these videos. I was like, you know, I put on Facebook, why don't I start a YouTube channel? And everyone was like, yes. So I'm starting a YouTube channel now.
0: There you go. That's awesome. Um, If people want to find more about, you know, where they can either just follow your performances or just learn more about you just as a human being, uh, where can they find you online?
1: So on Instagram, I'm Tatiana underscore flame with another underscore. Um, On TikTok, it's at Tatiana underscore flame. And then on Facebook, I have a likable page under Tatiana Flame as well, with all my updates for shows, videos, and everything as well.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything. Um, And again, thank you for your service and just being a really big inspiration to a lot of people. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J A N I R A D.com. Head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Check out my Instagram at jannyrad.me. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.